0: healing and finding hope through conversations and curiosities about the afterlife open your mind and heart to the possibility that our spirit lives on we want to help free you from pain and help you find the light at the end of your tunnel
1: whether it's a dream a visit a vision or a newfound life after loss we believe life and love never dies This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty.
0: This is the first episode in our second season of Surviving Death and Dying. If you lost someone you love last year, like family, friend, pet, or even the loss of a job, you might be struggling to find the joy to bring in a new year. That's completely understandable. So
1: what can you do and how do you keep living your best life? We want to give you some ideas to get you through the new year, what you can do, what your community can do for you, and what your spirit can do to help you find your light at the end of the tunnel. And
0: what you can do basically means at the end of the day, it is your life and you're in control. And Trisha, I've talked about this before because, you know, I believe even when we don't like what life is throwing us and we feel out of control at the end of the day, we're the ones that have to decide that we want to be happy. It's basically, as I tell my kids, life is actually how we respond to the challenges and the
1: losses that we face. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do. I mean, you have to go easy on yourself sometimes because when you're trying to go through something and it's challenging for you, you got to let yourself go, okay, I can get through this. Just let's take it one step at a time and we'll be good. And it's
0: being honest with how you feel. And you said this yourself about how you would tell people at work after your mom died, you were fine. You were fine. You weren't being honest with
1: yourself, right? No, I definitely (laughs) wasn't. I was like, I'm good. I'm fine. You don't need to help me. I don't need food. I don't need this. I don't need that. And it's
0: okay to ask for help, which is another one of your life lessons, you think. And and I think it's a good lesson for all of us is to definitely go easy on ourselves and be honest with our feelings but another thing I noticed is sometimes people after someone dies they are afraid to even speak of that person and I right. think
1: that's a mistake yeah you always want to still say their name like it's just still a happy name I know you're sad right now probably but you know what, saying your loved ones and talking about the happy memories, right. That's going to bring you joy and happiness, right? So you want to embrace everything that you can from something of theirs that they loved to an idea or a value or like a dream that you had with them. You could still push through all that, use that.
0: That's true. And that's a good way to keep them alive, both in your heart and in your world is to continue to speak about them. And I like that idea of embracing something of theirs. Sometimes that could bring you comfort too. Like if you have an object or like you're saying, if someone you lost had a value or a dream that was precious to them, that you could then kind of take over and think about or go after That's kind of cool. And that reminds me when you talk to, about rituals some people might want to create
1: rituals to honor them I do that every year at least for her birthday and the day she passes away I have those rituals that I keep up I do have an object as well of my mom's I have like I have two of them actually one was her wedding band. Mm -hmm. So I wear that around my neck every day. So I have that with me. And also I gave her this gift one year, it was the Build-A-Bear and it said, I love you in it. And she said, she made sure I had that as well. So that was me hearing her saying that to me. Right. So having those two objects with me at all times or close by, Mm -hmm. it helps. So if you have those objects, those rituals, those are great things to help remember your loved one.
0: Yeah, my cousin Susan, when she talked about the loss of her brother, said that she has a couple of photos on her bedside from when she and her brother were little. And then a picture of her and her brother at her wedding, which was the last photo taken before he passed of them together. And that became a ritual for her. She made a promise to him that she will never forget him and think of him every day. And that's how she make sure. And I thought
1: that was kind of cool. So a ritual doesn't even have to be a big deal. It could be very simple. Yeah. Cause I sometimes just hold on to my mom's wedding band, just holding on and just thinking of those happy moments right there. It's just for a few seconds sometimes, and it just helps me get through the day. Definitely. I also think
0: what helps me in this has helped with, you know, job loss or a change in, in life event kinds of things is making sure that I'm being active with something. So finding, you know, find, and that's, I know it's hard in the middle of a pandemic or (laughs) the winter or when it's raining, but finding activities
1: like exercise or going for a walk or maybe games, crafts, gardening, you know, those new games on the, either on your phone or even those ones on your TV that you can do and get exercise. You're playing a game and you're getting exercise at the same time. That's right. So those are great activities to help get you through Mm -hmm. like those kinds, your mindset in a different place. So All of that is great. Getting outside, walking, like you said, gardening, just let yourself go and enjoy yourself. And things that you like doing.
0: Maybe even sometimes it could be a hobby that you haven't done in a long time that you take up again. My husband and I used to make stained glass windows. We like cut glass and welded it together. And interesting. (laughs) And I know people
1: do pottery and paint pottery or, you know, even coloring. Yeah, I did hooking. I don't know if you know what that is, but it looks like a rug hooking. I did that before with my mom all the time. She taught me how to do that. I was worried. I was thinking of a different kind
0: of hooking. I'll be honest. Oh, Um, sorry. That's why I was like, okay, I'm so glad you
1: explained. Hooking rug, like a hook rug. I did that when I was a kid. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. That is fun. Yes. And the second thing, which is a big one, I think for everybody is to find your community. So you know that you're not alone, your friends, your family, touch base with people that you haven't talked to in a while, maybe, and they can help you find yourself again, or you can talk to them and be with them and talk about your loved one. Or talk about that job loss or something that you lost that hurt you. If you talk with somebody, that's a great thing. Time to yourself is definitely
0: good now and then, but you're right. You want to try not to isolate yourself for too long and like lock yourself in a dark room and under covers and not talk to anyone, which actually reminds me of the pandemic. (laughs) Right. But you're right. Getting out and around people, surrounding yourself with people that you like to
1: be around, that is important. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I mean, I did it myself. Like you were just talking about laid in the bed, hid under the covers, just sat there (laughs) or laying down watching TV, not paying attention. To Mm -hmm. anything or anyone, right? At that point, sometimes you might even need to seek that professional support. It's a great thing to have, even if you're not even going through anything, it's good to have that professional support where you can just talk to somebody and let them know how you're feeling. It's a great thing to do. I love going to my therapist. I mean, right now I'm not going to one, but I love going to my therapist. So (laughs) Yeah, it should be a good experience. Well, and
0: if you are being honest with yourself, like we were saying previously, you might be able to tell if you're spending too much time inside and in a dark room or in bed or on the couch. And if you can't pull yourself out and get yourself around people you like and you love, then you may need to seek professional support. Absolutely. I 100% believe in that. And there are also groups. So if someone doesn't feel comfortable getting a private therapist, look for a grief support group or a group that fits what your loss is about, or you
1: can even see if someone else needs support. My friend is the one that helped me notice that I needed that support needed that extra little help. Mm -hmm. So listen to what other people are telling you as well, your friends and your loved ones, they want to help you as so don't shut that them out. They want to be there for you.
0: And there might even be new groups or events you could attend outside the home. So similar to finding an activity or something to do, finding some sort of group that has an activity or a hobby and an interest
1: that you like, you could yeah. find a new group of people. Yeah. Like on Facebook, like you found mm-hmm. one of a group that you're in, you found yep. a group there and you met new people and new interests and you found new friends. That's a great way to do that. So you get to know them first on Facebook. So you're not going in there blind. You don't want to go in there without knowing who you're going to see. Right. Yeah. Try different things. You never know, go to the gym, find people that like going to the gym. So you're not going to the gym by yourself, you know? Right. And it kind of comes back
0: to saying, this is my life. I am in control. I want to be happy. Decide that you want to be happy, be honest with yourself and how you're feeling and handling things and then take action. And you can take action for yourself as well as what is out there in the community that's available to you. And both of those things are in your control and you deserve to be happy
1: and your loved one on the other side wants you to be happy. Yes, most definitely. And with that, the third thing that we are going to talk about is the spirit. There's different ways of looking at your, the spirit, it'll help give you that hope. It could be the spirit in the afterlife. If you believe in that or going to the church and finding that your faith in the spirit. And there's so many different ways you can find that spirit within yourself, right? The spirit within others as well. Right. It is pretty
0: much what this podcast is all about because you and I are fascinated. Some people might call us obsessed, but (laughs) the afterlife is not just a curiosity, but we find it healing. And if people can open their minds and be curious, you don't have to even believe in all this to explore it. If it makes you feel happy, and if it helps you heal and move forward or find a greater purpose in your life, then it's okay. And our life doesn't stop after we experience loss. Unfortunately, life keeps moving. And that's one thing I remember noticing, and you probably did too. You notice after your funeral, your loved one that everyone else just seems to pick up and go on with life. And you're sitting there thinking, well, I'm
1: still here hurting. Right. What about me? (laughs) Exactly. You're like, everything's speeding by you. Like if you're in the slow lane and everybody's passing you on the freeway Mm -hmm. and I get it. Yeah. You have to find that one thing that's going to help you get through that for like even meditation. We've talked Mm -hmm. about that in our first season. Meditation is a big thing for people so they can focus on their inner being Mm -hmm. and find their soul. I mean, finding your soul and knowing what you can do for yourself, you have to find yourself first too, to be able to move on to that next step. That's right. And the
0: spirituality in the way that we talk about it is supportive in all types of religious faiths and beliefs. Cause I don't care if you are Jewish agnostic or even atheist Christian, which is our background but i believe that spirituality is our soul inside what we believe we're really here to do where we're going where our loved one is and it's that curiosity that i find so healing and so nurturing when i meditate like you're saying and it could also be through prayer Focusing, you know, or thinking, or, you know, when I pray, I'll sometimes also talk to my
1: dad and it helps me feel better. Or I'll ask for him to come visit me in a dream, you know? Yeah. I do the same thing. When I pray, I talk to my family and my friends that have gone on, even my dogs that have passed on, and it makes you feel better and you feel closer to them again. Mm -hmm. And if you focus on that, that will help you get through each day. Right. Because the hurt's never going to go away. There's always going to be that hurt with you. Mm -hmm. But if you can find one little thing that's going to make you smile that day, do it. I mean, who cares what other people think? It is being aware of the present. You're
0: right. And this very moment. And sometimes just acknowledging the fact that, you know, I am safe. I am warm. I am under a roof. I have a soft bed. I'm appreciative of these things. And I start there. And then I also love the idea that we can develop a new relationship with someone we've lost. It does change. I believe that the loved one who's transitioned onto the other side is still around and they love you. They want you to be happy. Believe in that. And if you feel like they're around you, embrace that, acknowledge that. Welcome that. Be curious. And as you and I are going to look into more this year, some of the curiosities also lead us to studies that have been done through hypnotherapy, and we're going to try it ourselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. reaching out to a lot of people do seek advice from a medium when they've lost someone because they want to know where their loved one is. They are still there. You can contact them. You don't have to go to a medium. You can, they even talk about
1: meditating and connecting yourself. Yeah, most definitely. And just know that the love is all around you. Mm -hmm. It's never ending. Mm -hmm. Their love will never stop for you Mm -hmm. and your love for them. So just know that love is a great thing and love never dies. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. Our podcast,
0: Surviving Death and Dying, is available worldwide on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Amazon Audible, Listen Note,
1: Facebook, YouTube, and more. You can also go to our website, SurvivingDeathAndDying.com, where we have the links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. We did it
0: again we survive death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.